Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Beachside CEO, Troy Dooley, your host. And I tell you, it has been just a whirlwind of the last couple of weeks, first with the, the hurricane that was headed our direction, uh, watching it, seeing what was going on, traveling, uh, went up to see clients in Salt Lake City last uh, week, uh, and then over the weekend, interesting as I as I try to continue to communicate with everyone on the on the blog over at MLM Help Desk that have become part of that community, it's interesting to find how some folks still don't fully understand what our what our role is, what we play in network marketing as as journalists, as ambassadors and and advocates, trying to to share and and really get out there the information. I had a, a guy that I'm hoping to become really close friends with that is a anti Ponzi uh advocate and he just lamblasted me as being arrogant and ignorant and and power hungry and it's like I wrote him back and I said, Dude, I really hope we get a chance to communicate, to talk, to get to know each other because you got ignorant, right? There's so much that I am just not wise on, uh, especially about Ponzi's. But the rest of it, that's that's not our goal. Our goal is to lift up the great people in network marketing who want to be successful, who who start out at the bottom maybe of a company and, and they their success stories just blows your mind away, to top leaders who sometimes find new homes and and move to different directions. You know, these are these are the things that get you excited, to get you passionate about finding out what's happening, finding out what's going on. And so many times in life, people can misunderstand what's written. You know, they can misunderstand the the passion of an individual. And I found that with with the author of this book, Being the Change: Inspired to Win in Network Marketing by Ken Dunn. And as I was going through some some journaling this weekend, writing down some stuff, I, I thought of the seven inspirational leaders that he used to create the change in his life. Gandhi, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, JFK, Warren Buffett, Mother Teresa, the, the Prime Minister of Canada, Pierre, I think it's Trudeau. You know, it, it's amazing to me when we seek change, what can happen when we want to build something in network marketing how through collaboration and building each other up we can do that doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard sometimes it doesn't mean that that at times we will be wrong at times we may even offend people or, or cross a line that that we don't want to and have to go back and ask for forgiveness that's part of growth that's part of leadership that's the name of the game. But there's also something else that we have to do, and that's really the, the chapter that we're looking at today. We have to pay attention to the details. John Foster Dules wrote it this way. He said, a man's accomplishment in life are the accumulative efforts of his attention to detail. I've been able to invest some really good quality time with Ken Dunn over the last few months because he... He became a, a client through his company, Ocean Avenue, and we're documenting their progress from just the 
the ideas on a whiteboard to to the fruition of a launch to the the first couple of years of growth and as i've as i've watched him at a distance because i'll be in the back of a room or or i'll be in a in a meeting where i'm i'm just there as the observer and watching him live what he's written in this book has been very good for me uh both he and i love john maxwell and and i've been able to be in in rooms with john where he's off stage and he lives what he does on stage and I believe that's the sign of a true leader is they are who they are no matter who's there. But one thing that stands out with with Dunn as I've watched him is his ability to have two cell phones. One is, is one for North America, one's international. For him to be able to juggle several things at once, I believe probably this was something that started when he was undercover as a police officer and and really has just morphed into being able to do it now. Um, it's not something that I can say I'm an I'm an expert at. I, I have a hard time juggling three balls, let alone how many he's got. But one of the things that he writes in this chapter is this. He says, all of the inspirational leaders I studied were meticulous about how they lived their lives and their callings. And I got to thinking about that. As I have gone through the last several weeks studying network marketing, studying the the different case, literally case studies of business, we're, we're watching the penny auctions and what has happened there. I've been documenting people that fulfill their callings. And, and it's interesting because as I read this one small little take, all of the inspirational leaders I studied were meticulous, meticulous about how they lived their lives and their callings. I realized I have a calling. And it's not to please other people. It's to provide as much service to other people as I can. As I as I go through my role, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, of what we do in network marketing, we provide information. We try to get out there as much facts, opinion, historical case study, current events that we can get through. So that people out there can make informed decisions. They may or may not agree with me. It's one of the interesting things that I do on my blog. I I do my best to make sure that even folks that do not agree with me, that they get their voice heard. And they get it heard in a gigantic way. Because I believe that when our forefathers said we all have a freedom of speech, that that should not be censored. That that should get out. And that's what we do. When I see how... Ken Dunn and others in network marketing have gone out of their way to try to build something that, that I shake my head at. Matter of fact, Richard Brooke and I were talking about that. Why would anybody in the field want to take over a company? It's the craziest thing. But here's Ken doing this. But I studied this, and I understand now. He uses an example that, that I don't know if you've ever followed or ever studied Mother Teresa. I believe this lady could have run any country in the world that she decided to run, I believe that she is probably the most inspirational female God ever put on this earth. People would have followed her literally to the gates of hell, opened them up, brought people out to give them a better life. And when you look at that in the reality of the world, that happened so many times with her in Calcutta and across the globe. Here's what he writes. He says, Mother Teresa had a sharp analytical mind and a keen eye for detail. Extremely 
conscience. She was efficient and thorough in her work and took pride in a job where done. She was she was focused 100% on making sure that everything lined up. And I, I sat here and I pondered that as I was drinking coffee this morning, watching dolphins in the harbor. And I thought, you know, here's a woman that gave up everything in life for her Lord to serve people that could not serve, in some cases themselves, were the downtrodden. And she wanted to make sure that the job was well done. Not that it was done with a halfway attitude, a, a, a mundane but she wanted it done correctly. Ken says, Mother Teresa liked to organize, categorize, and arrange everything in a logical system. She was very uncomfortable with disorganization. Now think about this for a second. Here is a woman that put herself into chaos on a continual basis. She went to the worst places in the world, the most chaotic, downtrodden, hurting people. And she brought organization to it. She brought systems in that helped these people. It's interesting. Kenneth goes on, he says, besides being a stickler for detail, she had a strong desire to continually improve, refine, and perfect everything. I found that so cool, so passionate. Listen to this. She says, he says, Mother Teresa was especially particular about her diet, her hygiene, and her health habits. Her tastes were simple and understated, yet highly refined. Understated, yet highly refined. I know how my wife is, and I can fully understand this. When you're, when you're in the worst health situations in the world where disease runs rampant, you're definitely going to want to make sure that you're taken care of. And people might say, well, germaphobe. No. She understood that her body was a temple for her Christ and that she needed to be in the best shape possible in order to help the people that her mission called her to serve. See, to me, that, that right there is in and of itself the greatest thing that could ever happen to a person. It, it, it is the most passionate thing that you can have. Hang on just a second while I text to a CEO that just texted me. It, it's amazing to me to see what literally takes place for all of us. Because as, as I studied this, and I, I, I really analyzed the title again, Pay Attention to the Details. We have to ask ourselves, what are the details in network marketing? What is it that we're trying to accomplish? From the earliest stages to the most successful leader. Ken says, we need to focus on the essentials. He says, this business is simple and there's only a few essentials required to truly be successful. And being organized is right up at the top and is equally important as having an effective and efficient system and using it. I agree with him on this. You know, we, we have to know that we can carry this, and it's so much easier. Now, I remember starting out with a Franklin Covey and uh, uh, daytimer-type system, and, and Ken covers that in a minute, but now we have our smartphones that sync up to our computers and everything else. It really is simple. 
Ken puts it this way. He says, the more detail-oriented you are about the essentials, the less you'll miss opportunities, and the faster you'll drive your business forward. Now, that's big. See, so many times, here's what happens. I, it, <laughs> this is my opinion. It's not written in Ken's book. It's written in some of the, uh, some of the, the books that we have published in ebook form. But here's, here's what I believe. We come into network marketing from a really well-organized situation where we're actually the workers. We go to work at 9 o'clock in the morning. We know what our role is that we play, whether we're in sales, whether we're in management, whether we're blue-collar. We're able to produce those results based on the system that has been created for us. But then we get into network marketing. We become entrepreneurs. We, we do things on our own. And what happens is sometimes we look at the system and we say, well, that isn't going to work for me because it's not what I'm used to. But yet we never go out and create a system that we are used to. Or worse, we think we know how to create a system based on our life experiences, but we've never been in network marketing. And you know where I find this the most? I find it with professionals, with attorneys, CPA, lawyers, doctors, professional sales folks. See, their bottom line, because they work inside of a system where money, billable hours, you know, product moved at all costs sometimes is what it's about. Instead of saying, okay, this system now needs to be focused around personal development and serving others because now we're leading a volunteer army. See, this is it's interesting as Ken goes into this because as I studied this, I thought, man – the success really is in the details. And there's strategies that if we if we use them, work. Ken talks about, he says, when I began my business, I had no idea how to actually get started properly. I had passion, which we all seem to have. And yes, as I've said, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice any day. But if you know the basics... Then you can go crazy and build an incredible business. I have met so many great people who they are truly ignorant to what's going on, but they are so passionate. They know they want this. They know they, they have found a home that it fits their mission in life, that it's going to be the vehicle for them to be able to create some powerful stuff. But we have to be able to get a system. You cannot just be ignorance on fire all your life. It won't work. People want to follow people who understand and know what they're doing, who admit their mistakes and roll forward. That's just part of the game. Ken writes a very profound sentence in this book. And you can pick this book up over at Amazon. I mean, that's easy enough to do. Here is what he says. The key to your success is being organized from the day you get started. Now, that the day you get started is open for interpretation. And I want you to think about this for a minute, because if you're just now on the show and you've been in network marketing 10 years and, and you have failed at every, every, every side of the game, then maybe today is you getting started. And today you're going to say, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go pick up this book. This book needs to be read by me. I need to use it as a, as a reference guide. Maybe that's where you're at, and maybe that's what you need to do. See, if we get it, 
and we get it good and we and we understand what it is we're doing, then we can roll forward. And and Ken says it this way. He says, understand from day one that you're starting an international enterprise. And and in order to do that successfully, you have to be able to be set up properly. See, I have a I have a saying. People say, Troy, what is it that you do? And when I was building my business, I said, you know, I actually facilitate an international marketing and distribution company. And right now we're focused on nutritional products, and we're taking these products into third world countries, into other first level industrialized countries. This is what we do for a living. See, I knew what I was doing. I knew how I was doing it. There was a time when people said, Troy, what is it you do? I said, I facilitate the growth of a, of a national financial service company, and our whole goal is to help change people's lives and, and be able to get the most for their money, both in their, in their daily bills, their debts, their insurances, and in their future investments. I always knew what it was I was doing. See, that's what we have to do. We're not just in network marketing. We're in a business. We're in a marketing and distribution business. Some people are in it nationally. Some are in it internationally. And where does it all start? It starts in your home office. Now, not everybody can afford to go out there and, and say, okay, I'm going to take a whole bedroom in my house and it's going to become my office. Ken started out over his dresser in his bedroom, and that was his sanctuary, and that was where his home office was. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. Everybody's got a little place where they have to set up, but this is important. You need to set it up. Look, the last few years that I was in business in Kansas City, in the financial service business, I had a very, very small office. Uh, we had outgrown our home. Our home at that time was about 900 square feet. We knew we were going to be moving. So I had a, I had a, a, a small Ford Escort, and my home office was, was actually in the trunk and at the closest Starbucks. That's where I would meet people. And I would, I would set up at one of the little tables, and clients would come in and meet me, and I'd meet three or four or five people a day at Starbucks. It was my home away from home. That became my office. I had everything in my car. It was alphabetized. Every night I took my files into the house where they would be safe. I was overseeing several, I mean, dozens of agents at the time in the Midwest. That's, that's, I, I knew how it was, was to be done. Now I have a complete office with computer systems and file cabinets and a gigantic desk. I mean, that's part of it. I look outside every day. But you have to set up, what is your office? Have, have you really structured it to say, this is my office? I don't care if you just go out and buy a little a little end table that's got some compartments in it from Ikea or somewhere, and that, that becomes your home office, but you have to do that. There's some other things. You need a, a really a computer that's focused on your business. You need to make sure, in, in today's world, you probably have a smartphone. Obviously, a lot of people use the iPhone. I have an Android. I'll get an iPhone in a few weeks. Use <coughs> Use something. That, that you can sync up, that you can always make sure your calendar is up to date with the main server and everything else. Use the cloud if you need to. Ken says something here that I thought was great. He says, you are a master franchiser. And I thought, well, what the heck's this boy getting to? I mean, he's from Canada, and sometimes I have a hard time understanding his, his dialect. But I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at this, and here's, here's what he writes. The list of names that you write when you first get started is the foundation of your business. At the same time you write your list, you also have to understand your business. Now, this is good. Listen to this. 
regardless of what company you're in, ask yourself, what is my goal in this company, in this business? What is your goal? Ken's goal, I'm building an international distribution process. As I told you, I'm building an international marketing and distribution organization. See, Ken and I have never, ever met until the last few months. We have been literally locking arms in this new company of his as I document stuff for about, I don't know, 60, 90 days now, something, maybe 120 days, something like that. And, and it's interesting because so much of our background parallels each other. The way we see network marketing parallels each other. The way we see leadership parallels each other. Even our, our, our business outside of network marketing, he was a cop. I was a bounty hunter and a bail bondsman. I mean, we were right in that same, that same criminal system. Different roles. Even today we play different roles, but it's, paralyzed, or it's uh, parallel of each other. And we're both still to this day building an international distribution system. His is in a company called Ocean Avenue. Mine is through social media and our blog network and our, and our social profiles to get information out to the world about network marketing. See, like-minded individuals will attract each other. And if you're going to build your business, then the essentials, you have to pay attention to the details. Does that mean you're going to get it right every daggum time? Absolutely not. I don't know how many times I screw it up on a daily basis. doesn't matter. I grow through the process, I learn something, and I move on. I have no problem admitting, man, I screwed that one up. And we continue to roll. Ken says, the way I see it, you're creating a way to move products from point A to point B, from the manufacturer right to the end consumer. Your goal is to create a network of thousands of people that buy your company's products and either resell them or consume them themselves. This is the key to your financial freedom. He's 100% right. In the next few weeks, I'm going to be doing some detailed editorials showing factual figures and, and case history of what truly successful network marketers in the field and network marketing companies, companies that, well, really, there's no such thing as a network marketing company when you get right down to it. But, but what I'm going to do is show companies that have decided to utilize the network marketing channel, the direct selling niche, and how this has affected different industries throughout history and how these have become gigantic. One of the essentials that Ken talks about is you've got to create passion. See, it's easy to get into the details, setting up my office, creating my list, understanding my system. But you've got to be able to create passion. Huge amounts of passion. And some of you are saying, dude, I don't do passion. I'm one mean SOB. I don't do that. Well, you got to if you're going to be in network marketing. See, what happens is you have to understand your products intimately and use them passionately. In other words, as most people in network marketing will tell you, you have to become a product of the product. You know, my first product happened to be life insurance from A.O. Williams. You know, today my, my product, I still have that product. Matter of fact, I just renewed my policy. Increase it so if something happens to me, my wife will have a substantial amount of money to raise our kids. I'm a product of the product. I've not been in Primerica since 1990. No, excuse me, 1997. And to this day, I can still talk to you about that product. I know it 
intimately, and I'm passionate about it. See, for you to be able to to get passion, you've got to have a personal story. You've got to know where you're going and what you're doing. When when I met Ken, it was one thing. When I met his chief science officer, Franco Cavallari, it was a whole different deal. Franco started taking a personal interest in my health. I started to realize, man, this guys he, he's not just saying these words. He's not just pretending that he cares. He really cared. He looked at me and he said, you've got such mass underneath your fat that if we could get rid of your fat, Troy, you'd, you'd look pretty good for a 48-year-old, dude. I said, really? He said, I'm telling you, you can get back into the same shape that you were in when you left the Marine Corps if you want it bad enough. If you really want to get healthy and you stop worrying about losing weight, but you worry about changing your life and, and being healthy for your family, you can do it. And we sat down and we started creating a program. Listen, this was the cool thing. The program has nothing to do with Ocean Avenue products. It has to do with just doing things that I haven't been doing and how I can get back into that shape. See, he has passion for his mission in life. You have to be that way. Does that mean that the company that you choose, the company that you're at today, is going to be the company you're at 20 years from now? Probably not, but I bet your mission doesn't change. See, if you get passionate about your mission, then you're going to find the right products. You're going to be able to share those products, and you're going to be able to create an international marketing and distribution organization second to none based on your passion, and you're going to attract people around you. But to do that, you have to become a reader. See, leaders are readers. Readers are leaders. You know that the... The statistics say that most people, only 10% ever finish the book they pick up. I read two or three books a day, different books. My mom taught me this years ago. We didn't have a TV. Some of you know this. So I became a reader in elementary school. And and we didn't know what gamification was back then. We didn't know what really what really made people work. You want to know why I read books? Is because if I read more books than anybody else, I would get free books. I would win a contest. I was driven by competition even at a young age. And I read some great books. And to this day, I'm still reading great books. I actually cleaned out one of our rooms. We're, we're making a, a nice family room for our kids. So they can, they're teenagers. They can have their friends over and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and I took cases and cases and cases of books that I've read that are all marked up because I've written in them. We've done them on these radio shows, and I put them up in storage. I have two cases of books here I haven't even gotten started with yet. It's so cool. And now I can carry my, my iPad, and, and I have Kindle on it, so I get to take them wherever I go. See, if you read, you're going to grow. If you log, journal, and write your agendas, you should have three to five things a day. That's your focus. That's what you're going to get on. Ken Dunn's a, a multitasker. Okay, he's been undercover. He's had to do all kinds of stuff, keep everything rolling clean in his mind and all that good stuff. That's going to happen. But you just start out with three to five things a day you're going to accomplish. Keep track of your appointments. Follow up. Make sure that you don't go to bed at night without looking at that list and knowing, hey, I didn't get all this accomplished, and it goes to the top of the list the very next day. Those are the things that are going to make a difference in your life. In closing, this is the most important thing that I think Ken wrote in this whole chapter. He said, take 10 to 15 minutes every morning, collect yourself, and set yourself up for the day. Know what your priorities are. I'm so glad my dad taught me a long time ago about 3 by 5 cards. 
carry them with you wherever you go. Keep track of what you're doing, what you aren't doing. Keep your notes on them so you can look back at them. That has been one of the saving things for me in my whole business career. Daily I'm referring to those. I constantly journal. If you're not into technology, do what, what I did. Do what Ken did. Get Franklin Covey. Just go to their, their website. You can get their system that's going to fit you. they got flowery ones for girls. they got studly-looking stuff for guys. I mean, go do it. You can also get their electronic version now. It works. But whatever you do, you have to make it happen. You've got to have your list. You've got to prioritize your items. When you start a task, you've got to finish the task. You have to take 10 or 15 minutes minimum a day. I take about an hour and a half to two hours. I pray, meditate, focus, look where I'm doing for the day, watch dolphins play. Not everybody can do it. Find something. When I was in the Midwest, I'd go to Lake Chacomo and I'd walk the cliffs. I just love being around water. Just gave me <laughs> gave me something. This is what you have to do. Use your agenda. Use your smartphone, you know, your your, your PDA, whatever you call it. Invest 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day reading a good book. Matter of fact, I do what John Maxwell does. Find yourself a chair in your office. That's your little place, and, and you don't think about any business. All you do is go there to, to think about your life and where you're going and to read a good book because that will make a difference. And always journal where you're going and what you're doing. It's the greatest thing. Hey, tomorrow we're in Create Gravitational Pull, Chapter 10. We'll finish this book this week, but I'm telling you, you need to go buy this book of Ken Dunn's Being the Change, Inspired to Win in Network Marketing. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and if you're in network marketing, act like it. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Beachside CEO. Bye now.